You're listening to The Worker's Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everybody, to 720 WGN. Uh, you're listening to The Worker's Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial. We're lucky today to have Don Finn, Business Manager and Financial Secretary of IBEW Local 134. Welcome, Don. Thanks for having me, guys. Morning, Don. Great to see you. Good to be seen. So, real quick, quick background. Yes. Who are you and what do you do? So, my name is Don Finn. I am the Business Manager Financial Secretary of IBW 134. We represent about 12,500 electrician manufacturing, and uh, we have a wide variety of uh membership from court reporters out to uh, people at the racetracks wow. to electricians putting up the buildings downtown and the communication P- workers. People at the racetracks? Yeah, we do all the uh, parimutuals that oh. take in the bets. Well, who, who knew? Do yeah. we, we get a union uh, discount or union advantage? No. Is there a handshake? No, no, no. no, 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 no right. those, well, none good, of those. Good. Oh. Got to keep it on the up and up. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Listen, uh, we are going to get right into why you're here. And by the way, you are the president of the Midwest Coalition of Labor, correct? I am, yes. So uh, welcome, my boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, great to be here. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get right into the to the Workers' Rights Amendment. Um, Ed and I chatted about it uh, a little bit earlier at the beginning of the show. And we want to hear from you you know, what? what's your take on it? Why is it important? Why is it important for your members to get out and vote yes on this? Let, let, let's talk about that. So the Workers' Rights Amendment is is a chance of a lifetime. That's the way I'd call it. It's really? Why, why do you say that? Well, here's the deal. Uh, it's, it's the number one thing on the ballot, okay? It can change the history of organized labor moving forward in the city of Chicago, and we're setting the table for the country, to be honest with you. I love it. And not only the city of Chicago, obviously, but the state of Illinois. Absolutely. Um, we represent in 134, we represent just Cook County. Yeah. Um, but we're collectively through the state of Illinois, and not just the IBW. This is like uh, an all-hands-on-deck. This is uh, – you, you, you're never going to get another chance at changing the way that people, mostly politicians, come at us with yeah. bad – bad legislation yep. to make jobs not safe, to not get the prevailing wage. This puts that all to bed forever. Because it's a constitutional amendment. That is correct. We are changing the Constitution, and we won't have to revisit this no matter who's in power down in Springfield. So whether you're in a union or not in a union, you don't have to worry as much about who's getting elected every four years. It's not It's not a, a, a an existential threat anymore the way it has been so many years in the past. And to your point, you're exactly right. This isn't about a union or non-union. It's for every worker out there. I don't care if you're driving a bus, driving a cab, hanging off a crane, or downstairs you know, selling coffee. This is going to make things better across the board for every worker in the state of Illinois. Who, who wouldn't support workers' rights? That's the question I'd like to ask. Well, pe- people that are against workers. Well, and who would that be? That'd be the uh, Jeff Bezos of the world and, and the... Uh, and the U-Lines. That's right. And the Koch brothers. That's why right. is that? Because they want their self-interest. That's well, because, why it is. Right. They don't care about the worker. No, it's greed. Exactly right. Of course. So this this will... The rising tide will lift all ships with this. This is a big one. Yeah. Well, the amendment itself is is, is pretty brief, pretty direct. Um, you know, I've it, it talks about 
what it will do, uh, what rights it will enshrine in the Constitution. Um, and I mean, I've, I've seen and I've heard some people talking about concerns about property taxes that have been raised by some of these, some of these anti-worker self-interests. Um, and there's nothing in this amendment that deals with property taxes. There's, there's no truth to this suggestion that it'll raise people's property taxes. You know, to your point, Ed, that when I walk job sites, some of my members have asked me that, hey, Don, is this going to raise my property taxes? Well, I know the answer to that. But the nonsense that's put out there against this workers' rights, there is no correlation whatsoever about real estate taxes and workers' rights. If your real estate taxes are going to go up, who's going to do that? The assessor's going to do that. The Illinois legislators are going to do that. The workers aren't going to do that. And we're not doing it with this workers' rights amendment. There's nothing together with workers' rights and taxes. Listeners can go to workersrights.com and read the text of this amendment. Uh, and there's, it's brief, it's simple, and there's nothing in there. There's not a single number in that, uh, in that language, and it has no uh, implications on property taxes whatsoever. So well, go out there know, and read is, it yourself. This is the normal, by the way, the normal rhetoric, right, where, where, the, where they, they want to scare yes. us, and what do they do? They, they go to two things, taxes and guns. So I'm surprised they didn't come out and say, like, oh, my God, the Workers' Rights Amendment is going to take your gun away. Like, they just couldn't make that leap, but it, but they got oh, to the tax They're not leap. done yet. We're not, we're not at November 8th. Remember that. But it's audacious because the truth of the matter is with the Workers' Rights Amendment, what it will do is actually put more money in workers' pockets. And as you said earlier, Ken, a rising tide lifts all boats. Uh, when people start making more money, if... For example, I always use the example of a um, of a grocery store clerk. If a union grocery store clerk starts to make $2 more an hour, then non-union grocery store clerks have to earn a little bit more. The stores have to pay a little bit more because everybody's got to be got to be lifted up by that otherwise people are going to lose talent. And if there's one thing we've learned in the last couple of years, it's it's hard to retain talented workers and you've got to offer workers a little bit more to keep them around, to give them an incentive to stay. And on top of that, I mean, you know, Don, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, when people make more money, they leave that money in the community. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. What are they doing? They're buying houses. They're going sending their to- kids to school, going grocery shopping, going on vacation, going down to the restaurants downtown. That's right. Going out any, anywhere you can to enjoy your family. But if you're putting the time in, why shouldn't you be paid that wage? You're doing the job that you were trained to do. And by the way, the members of the Midwest Coalition of Labor are the most skilled labor in the state of Illinois. As a matter of fact, across the country now that we're growing. Absolutely. Believe it. And then we deserve every penny that we get. Absolutely. This will set the table for the country because I've had business managers from across America call me and say, how did you get it on the ballot? How did we get it on the ballot? We have bipartisan support. Yeah, I'm not I'm not apologizing for that. We have people on both sides of the aisle that believe in this. The union that I, I work with, the operating engineers, I mean, we have a very, very diverse membership of Democrats or uh, conservative members, liberal members, and independents, and and that's the reality across the population. And to ignore that would just be would be bad management. We have to to give political options that speak to all of our members, that speak to everybody, and that's what the Workers' Rights Amendment is. It's yeah. apolitical. Whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, this is good for you because it just keeps politicians from attacking you. Let's go back to what you said for a second, Don. Let's address the elephant in the room. Sure. All right, and that's right to work. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, all the pollsters say, don't mention right to work and don't mention the word union and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Our members are smart enough to understand what right to work is. Yes. What's it, right to work? 
Well, let's let's just say that was a catch-on phrase. You know, someone who put that out 80 years ago, they, they knew what they were doing when they did that. Yeah. Everyone's saying, yeah, it was right to work. Right to work is the right to work for less. You all know that. Absolutely. Everyone knows that that is in any type of organized labor or labor period. And I'll be here to tell you this. This Workers' Rights Amendment will end right to work for not only us, for our children's children. Because guess what? We can't control who's sitting in this spring out in Springfield at the at the house down there. But I can tell you this: if we outlaw right to work forever, that's going to take a big thing off the plate for organized labor. Absolutely. So look what happened over the past couple of years: Michigan, Wisconsin, Indiana, Iowa. They're all right to work states. And what right to work means in plain English, and I'm just going to get this out there: it means this: that if you're a union member, you don't have to pay dues in order to enjoy the benefits of the union. It's like saying I'm going to join that golf club down the country club down there and i'm going to come there and i'm going to play golf every single day and i'm going to use the shower and the restaurant and blah 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 but i'm not going to pay dues for it i'm not going to pay my membership fees that's what right to work is and it's right to work for less and what it's designed to do is to simply crush the coffers of the unions it's just that simple to put us out of business death by a thousand cuts and this amendment right here in illinois we have the chance to end that discussion in illinois forever and I'd like to even point out, I've talked to my comrades up in Wisconsin. They got crushed when Ryan put that on there. They got crushed. Of course. They've lost their, they lost their municipal members. Uh-huh. They lost the wage that they're making. And they lost safety on the jobs. No one's talking about that. That's another thing that this amendment will do. It will make things safer and better on job sites across the state of Illinois. It's a great point. And, and who's going to argue against safety, Right. First of all, it'll drive down workers' comp costs. Yes. It'll drive down uh, utilization of doctors, hospital, insurance costs, right? A safer workplace, quite frankly, if you take the take it to its logical conclusion, you're literally driving down the cost of an employer's workers' comp premium, right? Because jobs are more safe. They've had a safer record. You're driving down the cost of a union's health insurance, an employer's health insurance, because people are not getting hurt and going to the doctor. You're driving down the cost of Social Security disability, where somebody's in injured and now has to draw social security because they can't work anymore you know union members and and safe workplaces they don't rely on public aid right i mean that's just a fact correct ed yeah absolutely uh that's one thing that unions do is we take care of we take care of our people and we try to expand and make that tent bigger for all workers don it's uh always a pleasure to talk to you and 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 we really appreciate you being the very first guest on the workers mic and we'd love to have you back on really soon. Well, I tell you what, it's an honor for me to be here, but it's an honor for me to be here to represent my members and the entire membership in the Midwest Coalition of Labor. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks thank, for all the hard work you, you do. You're listening to the Workers' Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor, right here on 720 WGN.